Do you struggle with the balance between your work and your family? I think probably most all of us can say in some way or another, we have been in that place where we struggle with where our priorities fall on one side too much or balancing imbalance too far to the other side. This is for you today. I'm so glad that you can be here with us. I have two wonderful friends here with me today. One of them is a friend I've known for a little while. Her name is Sarah Dykema. She has two boys. They are five and seven years old. And Sarah works as a real estate agent with Purpose Life Homes. She runs a business with all actually moms there. So that's kind of exciting and differently relatable for a podcast about moms. And if you enjoy hearing from her, you can follow her more on Instagram at purpose underscore life underscore homes. And a new friend that I have with me today, I'm super excited to get to meet her and for you too also. Her name is Grace Sakayan. And Grace has three children. They are two, four, and six years old. And Grace is a nurse. She's a registered nurse. She has her MSN in Administrative Nurse Leadership. And if you are inspired by her today and want to hear more from her, you can also follow her on Instagram at Mama Nurse Grace. So if you are a mom who works, whether it be full-time or part-time or in ministry, even those of us who work in ministry, that is work. That is work God has called you to. Or if you are a stay-at-home, full-time stay-at-home mom, but you have friends who work, or a sister, or maybe you're um, a mother to somebody who is a working mom, listen today and be encouraged throughout all that we have to share because I know that you will feel just the Lord speaking to you as he speaks through Grace and through Sarah today. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much for being with us today. Thank you. This is exciting. It's great. Good conversation. Thank you, Grace. It's so nice to meet you. It's so, so nice, nice to, to have meet you. you. I'm so excited to be here. Good. Well, this is going to be so fun. So I want to let you guys just start off just introducing your family and kind of what your family dynamic is, all that good stuff. So start us off, Sarah. All right. Um, I'm Sarah Dykema. I am a business owner, entrepreneur. I do real estate full time and I'm married to my husband, Jeff, of 17 years. We have two boys, Ari and Alan, seven years old and five years old. And I live with my husband, obviously, but <laughs> what I was going to add to that is we actually co-own a home with my parents. And oh, so cool. that's a big part of some of all of what we're going to be talking about is just, that's my tribe at home. So mm -hmm. I want to just put that out as a disclaimer because people are going to be like, how did you do that? My mom helps a that's lot. Great. Well, I don't even think that's a disclaimer. That's just real yeah because things everything has to have a way that it works yes that's beautiful that's great so your life is pretty much calm oh slow, totally very two boys slow. five and seven gosh <laughs> i just get my toenails Running done all business, the time right. you know massages <laughs> right. yeah right all the meat all the <laughs> yeah no very chaotic a lot <laughs> that's great i love it and grace tell us about your family um so i'm married to my husband thomas we've been married for nine years um coming up this year um we have three children who are like you said six four and two um, my mom helps out a lot. Um, she is my village. So mm. between, um, my husband and my mom, we just, our world goes round and round and that's kind of our family. That's great. <laughs> yeah. What a gift moms are. 
Yeah. My mom's holding my baby while we're recording this right Aww. now. Like, if I didn't have her, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God for good grandmas. Yes. Amen. Right? Yes. And so tell us about your work. Um, you want to start, Grace? Sure. What do you do? So I am a nurse manager at a local hospital. Um, I manage the pediatrics and PICU. Um, it's the day-to-day operations, staffing, you know, working with um, the nurses that are there, trying to make the functions, you know, function. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's pretty hectic because I have 104 staff. And so trying to make sure that, you know, they show up on time, they're scheduled to work, um, the budgeting, the finances, um, making sure that we have everything that we need to make a safe environment, continually providing education, teaching, working with my colleagues to just make us a healthy, safe, and very happy nursing environment within my two departments. So... That's beautiful. It's a handful. And have you always been in the administrative side or were I have you a nurse not. for a while? So I've been in this position for about two and a half years, but I've been a nurse for, for 10. Um, I This job was really a blessing. We moved to Fontana and I was actually teaching back then um, at a um, at a nursing university, mm-hmm. um, teaching pediatrics and, you know, life changed. And I found myself wanting to do something with my master's degree, which was in administrative nurse leadership. And I really wanted to be in a position where I could lead other nurses and to drive that passion in others. And this job literally fell in my lap and I wasn't even looking for it. So it was such a blessing. That's wonderful. I feel like when those kinds of things happen too, that's so affirming that it's God's leading you into a place and his provision of, I'm going to open this door and this is going to serve you and you're going to serve here and it's going to serve your family. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Sarah, tell us about your work. Yeah. So I actually, I'm glad you mentioned ministry. I was, um, I was the director of children, children's ministry at a church in Southern California where I live now, where we all live now. Um, and so I did that for about five years. And then after we had the boys, um, our boys are adopted through foster care. And so our first child was placed with us. And so that kind of just changed things up in our home and what that was going to look like in the dynamics. And so, um, ministry just got to be a lot at that time and at the administrative level. And so I, I, kind of stepped back, reevaluated what I was going to do with my life. And I've always loved to sell things. And so I went straight into real estate and um, have started a team. I've been in real estate for about five and a half years and I own another business on top of that. So I like to be more of the entrepreneur side of things. (laughs) You have the gift of ideas. I I love ideas. I love ideas. And so right now, currently, um, and for a long time to come, I'm I'm excited. I'm leading a team of faith-based women who are working moms and we are real estate agents in the, the local marketplace. So. Yeah. Wow, that's really exciting. So, and that's neat to hear how God even shifted your direction mm-hmm. when your children came. Because I think sometimes there's this idea that we should just be able to keep doing all the mm-hmm. things we were doing in the same way, mm-hmm. and then our children come and they'll fit right into that mold and just fit into a groove <laughs> and work keeps you know life just keeps going. And it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. Things have to shift and change sometimes. Yeah, for um, sure. That's beautiful. And um, so, tell me, I feel like behind every like major mission or major job or even life, it kind of goes back to what is your why? Mm -hmm. So have you narrowed that down in your life? What is your why for why you're doing the things you're doing, how you keep it prioritized and balanced? Because I think even in businesses, you know, when we come back to the why, we can realize, oh, we've actually become imbalanced in this in some way or another. Mm -hmm. So Grace, why don't you start us off? Um, Well, my why for nursing and my why for being a manager is I have such a passion and love for for caring for children and making sure that they're healthy and that they have what they need to, you know, go out in the world and be as normal as possible. Mm -hmm. 
And I want to be able to, you know, transform that passion into other nurses so that they Mm. feel the same way. And if we're all on the same page, we all love to to care for children and have a drive for, you know, education and all of that, that, you know, we're all going to be one big happy family of, you know, great nurses, you know, leading these children. Um, but my why in general is I just, I love to have a purpose where I'm doing something for the good. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think as a nurse, there's so much servant leadership involved in that you give so much of yourself. And, um, I think it also sets a good example for my kids to know that I'm helping to care for other people. I'm leaving my house and while I'm not doing direct patient care, I'm helping other children, Mm -hmm. you know, but that means making the sacrifice of leaving my home. Inspiring people and speaking life into people. That's probably a lot of who you are as a mom too, that you do the same thing, speaking life and inspiring your kids and, you know, growing them and probably, probably the same things that make you a really good nurse Mm -hmm. and really good teacher also are what make you a really good mom. I hope so. You know, (laughs) that's really neat. What about you, Sarah? What do you feel like is your why? Yeah. Uh, I think, I think for me, why has definitely kind of, um, developed over time Mm -hmm. as I've felt this new calling put on me from God and, Mm -hmm. and starting to serve in this area of sales and, uh, real estate and business ownership. Um, we were two weeks into me getting my license when our second little boy, Alan joined our family through foster care, totally unexpected. (laughs) And so here I went into this new career field and with my new license and I had a newborn on my doorstep. And so I really, at that point, realize how much of this business was going to be having to be made and developed and created around the values in my life I wanted to protect. Mm -hmm. And so as I embarked in this career field, um, I had to be done with work at like one, two, three o'clock in a field that tells you to be there until nine o'clock till you get an appointment, grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't Mm -hmm. build a business off, you know, the traditional methods that were being taught to me in that field. But I still wanted to show and I still felt called to be successful and more more importantly significant in this area of, mm-hmm. of the industry and for me I really feel like the Lord has put a big strong urge on me and a boldness to speak boldly in my faith and mm-hmm. to teach other women to learn to operate and not separate your faith from your business and you can be successful with what the world shows you are limits can be limitless possibilities in the way that you serve people but for serving your family first and mm-hmm. God so that's my why is being able to go out and along with giving, you know, the best service to my clients, also working with women, encouraging them out of their homes that you too can do this and, but don't, don't do it at the sacrifice of the people that are most important to you. So how do you do that? How do you guard the priorities of your home Mm -hmm. while not sacrificing, you know, doing your work well? And how do you teach women that? Yeah. And I think Grace and I are going to have probably different um, answers to this because it's different when you're Mm self-employed and when you have an employer for me personally, that's why I picked, I love that. And I think that's really important because (laughs) I think both are very important, but they're both going to be different answers. And for me, I, I can work until all hours of the day. I can stay clocked in and, and Grace is going to have a different answer for that. And for me, I had to learn to say no. I had to learn to say no early on in my career to the things that 
might be the shiny penny or might be the the golden opportunity and i had to say you know what if i say yes to that i'm saying no to 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 this thing at home or mm-hmm. this situation or my family and so it was really applying the best yes in my life mm-hmm. and knowing knowing my why and knowing you know it's okay if that you know if i miss that opportunity because right now that opportunity comes with an expense of sacrificing this so for me i had to learn how to say no because i could be working at 3 a.m. i'm sure you could too grace not well, to but yeah, I, I couldn't check out. I mm-hmm. couldn't, you know, I, I'm in a field where there's no clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. with this role, you know, I went from having more flexibility in my schedule to this job where I'll tell you in my interview, I had to ask about life balance because if you look on the job requirements, it says Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., comma, Saturday and Sunday, comma, weekends, <laughs> comma, holiday, comma, 24 oh, seven. I said, when am I going to spend time with my family? Mm-hmm. And the blessing in all this is that I have a director who is also a mom who understands, mm-hmm. but it is so hard to turn off my phone. They gave mm-hmm. me a phone my first week of work. You got to keep this on 24 seven. I get phone calls at 11, 12, three in the morning. And sometimes I have to go into work at three in the morning when I just got off work, maybe at 7 p.m. that night. Mm. So it is so demanding and it's difficult to say no, but I was still able to manage to create boundaries Mm -hmm. so that when I'm at work, I do as much work as possible. When I get home, I really try to keep the phone away, but I am still learning, you know, Grace, you have to put the phone down. Mm -hmm. You have to let it sit down, go have dinner with your family. But that no is it's really difficult mm-hmm. some days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's still a work in progress for yeah. me, but I, I can understand the difference between, you know, being self-employed and, you mm-hmm. know, having a position where there is such a demand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love what you just said about kind of the phone and that, that the phone can rob us of a lot yes. of things. Um, one of the things that... Probably some, every single mom needs right. to hear that. Let's just hear that one more time. The, <laughs> the phone, phone can rob us <laughs> of everything. It's true. Yeah. We can miss the best. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to miss the best of what I'm doing because I'm making sure that I'm available yeah. in case someone needs me. Yeah. But wait a minute, you are... You are really pushing me. Yeah. Yeah. I think proactive communication is huge. Mm -hmm. I think if we can stay as much out of reactive, you know, actions and behaviors of having to clean up or react to Mm -hmm. something we could have proactively communicated, you know, you said the word boundaries. I think things like setting a, you know, for me, it's making sure my voicemail says something that kind of states who I am and my why and my values and my boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like if you're calling between the hours of five and seven, I won't pick up the phone. And so they're not, they're not led to, to, you know, the lack of communication equals utter chaos. I live by that. Mm -hmm. And so if you're going to lack communicating that, then you can just expect people to make up their own stories, which will be negatively against you. Mm -hmm. So boundaries are big for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also realizing that all of our time comes from somewhere. Mm -hmm. No one has more than 24 hours in a day. So true. Every hour is being used for something or minute is being used for something. Mm -hmm. And my time is important because my family's important Mm -hmm. and what I'm doing is important. Mm -hmm. And I realized that when I was, um, cause I homeschool my kids and realizing that I still felt like I needed to be available during mm-hmm. the day. If, you know, I got a text or a phone call or whatever. Um, and realizing though that I wouldn't do it if I was teaching. Mm-hmm. If I was in a classroom at that time, I wouldn't go answer my phone yeah. because someone was calling. No, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing at that time. Mm-hmm. So I think those boundaries are huge. Yeah, I noticed that when I called you, Sarah. <laughs> I love that. I heard your voicemail. I thought, yes, I knew I was calling the right person for this conversation. Oh. That's wonderful. Um, so let me think about the next thing I was going to ask about here. Oh, okay. So work priorities. Let's talk about that. I feel like it's sometimes easier to draw our boundaries in our home, but I love that when you got 
the work description mm-hmm. that you said that you right away were like, okay, let's talk about this. Cause mm-hmm. that kind of can put like a lump in your throat yeah. to be the voice of saying, okay, this may not work for us. Right. How did you do that? Mm-hmm. So, um, I was probably six or seven months pregnant when I even interviewed for this job. Okay. And the fact that they even considered me was a miracle, but I interviewed and I went home and I prayed about it. My husband prayed about it. My mom did too. I got a call the same day saying, we want to offer you this job. And I said, I need to talk to my family and make sure that this is the right decision for us Mm -hmm. because we had two and one more on the way at that time. And my mom was the one that really guided me to to take the job. She said, this is your opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Thomas is here. We can make this family work. And you can go do this job that you're really passionate about, that you really have a heart for. And um, that's that's really what drove mm-hmm. me to say, like, this can be done. Yes. It's just mm-hmm. a change in balance. We just, mm-hmm. We're just shifting a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's great. That's awesome. Well, and that kind of actually goes into the next thought I was going to mm-hmm. think about. Let's just roll into that. It yeah. was about how you and your husband and your moms, it seems like yeah. both yeah. of you, <laughs> make this work with your roles. Mm-hmm. Because I think that... Sometimes there's an expectation that mom does all the things and it's just not possible. You can't be all things to all people. I think about how often that verse is used inappropriately. Um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. (laughs) Like, no, you can't be everything. (laughs) Like you can do all things God is calling you to. Mm -hmm. You can do all the things he's leading you to do Mm -hmm. through his strength. You can, but that doesn't mean that you do it all. Nobody does it all. Mm -hmm. So Sarah, why don't you talk about that for a minute? How does that work in your home with the different roles and how do you and your husband stay in good communication Mm -hmm. to keep that balance healthy? Yeah, no, that's a, that's an, that's a question and a, and a, you know, a a process we work through seasonally, Yes, (laughs) constantly Mm -hmm. refining that it's never going to actually arrive at something. It might work for a season and then something changes Mm -hmm. and we've got a, you know, schedules change. We have a family calendar. That's big. Mm -hmm. Having a family calendar in the living room, everybody can go up to it. Um, and then protecting the people that are helping protect me. You know, my mom and my dad are a huge, huge part of our, um, you know, ability to be out and be out in the workforce and leading these teams that we have, um, but making sure they're protected, you know, making sure they get away when they need it and they're refueling. Um, we can only give out of an abundance of what we've already mm-hmm. filled up with. So whatever we're pouring out into the people in our lives is only because we've filled that mm-hmm. ourselves up with that. And so I have to look out for that, for the people you said, the mm-hmm. tribe, right? Or the right. village, right? It's kind of like those people, I, I need to make sure that they're having that time to fill up. That's a big thing for us. And then, and then also for my husband and I to get away, we every year, because we're business owners, we take the time, we have a budget retreat twice a year. And so we go and we get in our, in our numbers. I'm not a number gal and my husband is, and that can be a really big part of, of a relationship that could go awry and bring tension. And so we are proactive in that. And so Mm -hmm. we sit in our numbers. We, that's where we like to dream and we think big, but we also get real serious about, you know, where we're at. And so just keeping things, you know, keeping the communication alive and, and being honest with each other. Like it's too much. I've Mm -hmm. had my family say too much, too much, you're gone. Or, you know, so it's like, okay, like it's humbling. It's a big humble pill. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then from the business owner team with your husband Mm -hmm. perspective, I just asked about that because that's something, even when we started this podcast and this ministry to moms, um, we're both big dreamers Mm -hmm. and we'll get excited and want to talk about it. And there has to be a place where it's like, okay, cut the conversation about C. Coley living Mm -hmm. because our kids are ready to have dinner and talk about their day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So how do you and your husband balance that? 
Yeah, as far as or like keep those kind of boundaries of like, okay, always it's not time to talk about our yeah. business right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that is a good, because I could talk about it all the time mm-hmm. because I love new ideas and I love creating and mm-hmm. I love, cre- you know, being a part of that, that momentum. And I think for us at dinner time, we've created, I, my goal is always to be around the dinner table. Unless I'm at one appointment a week, I give my evenings away once, once a week, um, to one night a week. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So we have that kind of scheduled in, but we make sure we are always around that dinner table and we have a series of questions we walk through with our boys. So it's kind of a, it's about them at that moment mm-hmm. and our family. So we don't have those conversations at the dinner table. And then, you know, you know, we have, we have quality time and we talk about it and we probably, he, he probably gets so sick of hearing about all my ideas. It's like the famous thing before bed. Hey babe, guess what? I have an idea. He's like, go to sleep. That's the idea. Um, <laughs> that's great. So good. I good. Don't know if that's helpful. No, that, that's great. Yeah. And Greece, what about, so Thomas works full time as well. Um, and pre COVID everything was so different. Like this new season right? is just so radically interesting. But before COVID, you know, he's working full time. Whoever gets home first, that's the person that starts dinner. That's the, the person that gets, you know, the evening going. And similar to your family, once we're home, we're home. We spend time with the kids. It's all about how did you, how are you? What did you do with your day? What went well? What went wrong? How can we do it better? And looking forward mm-hmm. to the next day. So once we're at the dinner table, there's no talk about work. There's no talk about us as, mm-hmm. as you know, mom and dad. But once the kids are off to bed, we get to have that opportunity to just debrief and, and talk together. With COVID in the picture, Thomas has been working from home since last mm-hmm. March. So he's working full-time from home, wrangling three kids, whether it's virtual school or homeschooling the two mm-hmm. littles. And now we've we found a new rhythm. So every night we have a different theme for dinner or we have a new, a different thing that we do that the kids look forward to. And so we have a new set of structure Mm -hmm. and that structure is so helpful because when we get home or when I get home, I know, Hey, it's Monday night. We're going to do this. Hey, it's Thursday night. We're going to go get ice cream. And so there's this anticipation for the week Mm -hmm. and it just helps to keep things interesting Mm -hmm. and to allow for that balance of, okay, Thomas is going to do this today. I'm going to do this tonight. If he's doing baths, I'm cleaning the house. And Mm so once the kids are settled in they have their needs met we can decompress have our cup of tea watch you know one episode of something and we go to bed yeah. so it's nice to have that rhythm and that structure mm-hmm. yes yeah, so i like that you yeah. called it a rhythm too yeah. i feel like that that's a really healthy thing to know here's what i can expect and here's what you can expect yes. and here's what the kids can expect mm-hmm. and all of that just gives everyone different peace mm-hmm. yeah oh. That's beautiful. And I think this time of COVID has been interesting. I think Mm -hmm. for a lot of moms, I've heard of many different moms who work, who have a new freedom Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. because of COVID with their work. Because I think that a lot of the workforce has realized that kids have taken a different priority in homes Mm -hmm. than they did before. Because there's Mm -hmm. this expectation before COVID that you should be able to give your kids to someone. You know, someone Mm -hmm. can take your kids, Mm -hmm. but it hasn't been that way Mm -hmm. during this season. And I think that it's going to be a really beautiful thing. And I think that it's going to give moms a platform differently Mm -hmm. to be able to say, okay, like this is when I have my kids. And so Mm -hmm. here's what Mm -hmm. I can offer. Mm -hmm. And I think employers are much more likely Mm -hmm. to be gracious about it Mm -hmm. and sympathetic now, whereas before it would have just been, well, it's, you know, my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. So I think God may use that in an interesting way. Okay. How do you guys um, fight against, or maybe use discernment as a better word. How do you discern between mom guilt of Mm -hmm. feeling like I should have been here for something Mm -hmm. versus conviction of maybe things are out of balance right now? How do you do the two? 
Sarah, what about you? Oh, me first. Well, you help other, you help other moms with this, so I feel like you should have the answer. <laughs> no. Um, again, going back to the idea that I, I am all about build off of the values you want to protect. Read the read what's after the commas. I love that. I feel like that mm-hmm. should be like your book or something. Like get rid of the commas. You know, no more commas. It's those things, those added things that that the world puts pressure on our shoulders to say yes to when really we shouldn't mm-hmm. be, and not giving in to the worldly pressure. And keep your blinders on. Stay in your lane. And so, and so for me, it's it's really going back to setting that into a structure that's going to help me feel good and Mm -hmm. fulfilled in that and make sure I'm making up for that ahead of time. So in other words, if I have to miss something, I better have been at 10 other things prior to that. So for me, I can, I can justify that. So for me, I take my boys every week to, there's two nights they go to gymnastics. I'm there that rarely do I ever ask anybody to take them. That's my time with Mm -hmm. them. We, my boys are real into reptiles. So we go buy bugs together. That's real (laughs) cool and fun, but we do that. And we, we have these things together that are already within the structure Mm -hmm. of my coming home, Friday nights, pizza night. So there, there is, there is that structure. I think that's a really good thing that you have to, when you're working out of the home and you're really working on keeping the balance in balance, mm-hmm. I don't, the balance should always be, you should have way more in the, the family plate than anything outside of that. You can't replace yourself at home. You can always replace yourself outside of home. So if anything's out of balance in that regard for me, I better start investing in finding people to replace me outside of the home because I can't be replaced in the home. Mm-hmm. So I've got to make up for that. So if I feel that that out of whack, then I start finding finding the help I need outside of the home, not not always inside. So that's wonderful. That's great. And what about you, Grace? How about like like that mom guilt versus conviction? Like, where do you find that balance or um, discernment? Well, with the mom guilt, I think the mom guilt's always there because you know I, I leave for work and the kids are sleeping, and I get home and thankfully they're awake. But every now and again, I have to work weekends. Mm-hmm. So. The, the times that I work weekends, I'll FaceTime with the kids while I'm at work. And my daughter has said to me twice, mommy, is that your house? Oh. And it just, it breaks my heart. And that's where my mom guilt really comes mm-hmm, from. Mm-hmm. But if it comes to going to, you know, events, assemblies, you know, an awards ceremony, whatever it is, I have the blessing of having someone that can cross cover for me mm-hmm. so that I can be there for those important events. Even mm-hmm. if it means, Hey, I have to leave the hospital for three hours. I'll be back. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I have to go to a doctor's appointment, whatever it is that I can do for my kids. I have had the blessing of saying, I can have someone help me out. If I absolutely cannot, that's where my husband or my mom would step in to, you know, go to that event. But as far as, you know, pizza night, we do Fridays as well. Mm -hmm. Monday nights have transformed into mama date night. So I'll grab one of the kids and we'll go and have that one-on-one time so that they don't feel like they're lacking. So Mm -hmm. when I am home, I'm 100% mom, except for, you know, when the phone rings, but I'm 100% mom so that I eliminate that mom guilt. Mm -hmm. And I can discern between this is my time with my children. Mm -hmm. This is, I'm titled as a mother now. I'm not a nurse manager. Mm. And so just being able to separate those things. And I was listening to one of your podcasts where you're, you know, referred to as, you know, men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. I'm trying to be a waffle when it comes to work and life, because Mm -hmm. I I can't let the two mix or Mm -hmm. else my kids are going to notice and I'm going to miss those important things. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's beautiful seeing how you guys have differently been able to work that out in your Mm -hmm. homes that yours, it works because you keep it totally separate. Mm-hmm. and in separate places and you're running this with your husband mm-hmm. and I think that that so yours is more in your home in some ways it yeah, touches for more. sure and I think that that is just such a testimony to how God has made us so differently and God has gifted us uniquely and called us to different things mm-hmm. that God calls us to different places to do different things and he will make us capable 
of those things. And I think about that verse that says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart is working for the Lord, not for men. And Mm -hmm. as he calls you and you work at it with all your heart for him, that he will be faithful Mm -hmm. and he will show up. And I just think that you both are beautiful examples of following his leading and then both of you leading other people Mm -hmm. and being a light in a dark world. And God is going to just use you in the places that he's called you to, to lead people to himself. Mm. Um, and in your home and is using your family to do that as well. So thank you so much both for being here today. This Mm -hmm. has just been fantastic. (laughs) And I know it's going to just give a new, uh, just passion and encouragement to so many moms. So thank you so much. Thank you. you. I love how creative our God is as the creator and how he has made each of our hearts different and each of our families different. We all have different puzzles that we are building with the different pieces that God has given us, whether it be our children or our husbands or our jobs, our moms, whatever it is, it's going to look different in every family. And one of the things that my husband and I have done early on in our marriage is we came up with a family mission that we said, this is our mission as a family. And when there have been different job opportunities, I've worked different part-time jobs along the way in multiple places, um, in the church and out of the church. And he's had many different jobs as um, working in law enforcement in different places. And every time we're in a different place, our home looks different. It's a different piece to our puzzle. And whenever we've picked different ones, we've always come back to our mission and said, how is this fulfilling the mission that we believe God has called us to? And been very intentional about that. And if the new area in our life is one that is supporting that mission and God is opening the door, like Grace shared about with that new job opportunity that God gave her, and even how God shifted the Dykema's family and moving them into this real estate business now and entrepreneurs, that that was a yes because it was a new piece to their puzzle that God was giving them. And we have to be intentional about that and have to be mindful of if the new opportunities and the things that we're doing are supporting what God is calling us to. And if it is, if the answer is yes, then God will make you capable to do the things that he's giving you. And he will bring the right people alongside and those people are joining you in a mission that God has called you to and your children and your family is a new part of their mission. And a short story of a way that God did this in my life once when I was working a bit more and my children were young and I didn't have all the time in the world because again, all our time comes from somewhere. My husband suggested that we get someone to help with our laundry. So naturally, I cried because that means I'm not enough and I'm not doing enough and I'm behind and I'm not a good enough mom and I'm sorry our clothes are always in our bedroom in baskets. And um, instead, though, I paused and I talked with a good friend who had some good wisdom for me. And she said, you know what? Maybe God is going to bless someone else through this, though. And maybe God has someone else to serve your family in this way at this time. And what if you don't think that you have to do everything? Because you have other people help you with other jobs. You don't harvest all your own food. Why do you think you have to be the one to fold your own clothes? And I said, oh, okay. So I prayed about it and the name came to mind. And it was somebody from church. And I thought, okay, this is so weird. How do I go ask this person from church? Would you like to help with my laundry? But I felt like God was leading me to do it. So I struck up a conversation. And then when I asked, she said, yes, I have been praying that God would give me some work that I could do on my own schedule. And I thought, oh my goodness, I'm so thankful that I was willing to say yes. And my children got to love into this young lady and she got to love into them. And it was a blessing to me to have her in our home. And so I would just encourage you, if there's an area that you're feeling like maybe this is imbalanced, 
pray about it, and God will show you what piece is going to fill that piece to your puzzle. And he will just continue to be at work in the masterpiece that he has created in you and created in your home. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. And join us next time as we talk about healthy choices for you and your family.